Today on Locked On Dolphins, we look back at the first half of the season and offer some superlatives for key performers, not only for the first nine games of the season, but also for the last stretch in the second half. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. I am your host, Kyle Krabs, a lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked On Dolphins, co-host of Locked On NFL Scouting. You can find our shows on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Tip of the cap to the everydayers because it is your team every day here on the Locked On Network. We don't just say it. We live it. Today's episode of Locked on Dolphins is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL in all lowercase for a first deposit match of up to $100 today on the show. We're looking back at the first half of the season. And the objective is to offer my opinion on who the uh most valuable player is for the Dolphins, who the defensive most valuable player is for the team, because the most valuable player for this team is on the offensive side of the football. Uh, to look at the the biggest moment of the first nine games of the season for the Dolphins, to look at uh, the biggest development, X-Factor, kind of look at this nine-game sample size through a slew of specific angles, if you will. And, and we could start with MVP. Uh, I do think the most valuable player when looking at it from an awards basis is a little bit different than the spirit of most valuable player that I identify. Tyree kill is on a record shattering pace. And that is in spite of a, a couple of games in which he quite frankly has not performed to his standard this season. Uh, he's on pace to shatter the single season receiving yardage record. Everything the dolphins do from a, performance and an offensive identity standpoint, it all runs through Tyree Kill. Now, uh, if you wanted to make the argument that Tua Tungvalo is the quarterback, is the facilitator of all that as the man who touches the ball in every single play, I wouldn't argue with you. But if I were to just look at who is the player who compounds challenges the most for opposing teams on either side of the football for the Dolphins and has done it through the first nine games of the season, it's Tyreek Hill with his uh, 97 targets and 69 receptions. I mean, that that is a crazy high conversion rate on his target share, too. He's over 71% of his targets. He's converting to receptions, and he has 1,076 yards and eight touchdowns in the first nine games of the season. That At the halfway mark, that is cr it's crazy production. Crazy production from Tyreek Hill. And because... So much of the volume, look, just, just from a touch standpoint, Raheem Mostert's the only skill player who has touched the ball more than Tyreek Hill. And Tyreek Hill has logged three times as many yards per touch. And you'd expect that for a wide receiver versus a running back. Tyreek Hill, 1,093 yards from scrimmage on 71 touches. He's crazy good. And you take the performance and you take the production and you then just look at how the Dolphins attack opposing teams. It's it's Tyreek Hill for me. He's the most valuable player. Now, Tua Tungvaloa does get some flowers here uh, because if you asked me what the single biggest development was for the Miami Dolphins throughout the course of the 2023 season, this is where it bodes very well for Tua Tungvaloa. 
to a Tonga Valoa uh, at the bye week, leads the league in touchdown passes and passing yards and passer rating yet again. He has been sacked 14 times. His 4.3% sack percentage is the lowest of his career. And much of this is courtesy of Tua Tungavaloa. The biggest development for the Dolphins this season has been Tua getting through 308 pass attempts with hardly ever being hit, multiple clean sheets from the offensive line, Tua himself understanding protections better, understanding when he's hot, understanding when he needs to get rid of the football. And um, that was what everybody talked about all offseason long was do you have the opportunity at the end of the year or is Tua Tungvaloa's health going to prevent you from having the opportunity to put your best foot forward if you make the postseason? Well, 308 pass attempts, nine games, hasn't missed a snap other than being out of games in which the Dolphins were comfortably ahead and Mike White was able to take over. Uh, is a huge feather in the cap for the big storyline that everybody talked about because you go back to the beginning of the season and the preseason and all the major networks when they talked about the Dolphins, they said those magic words and that magic phrase, if Tua can stay healthy. Tua staying healthy. That is the development of developments uh, for the Miami Dolphins, and it is the biggest development because moving forward, it bodes very, very well, obviously, uh, for Miami's ability to finish the home stretch strong. And you know, for Tua Tungvaloa, that is a massive development for himself with his aspirations for a contract extension with this football team and a long-term commitment and what the long-term vision looks like and how you can continue to grow in this offensive scheme from not just year one to year two, but year two to year three and year three to year four. And having the security of knowing we have stability with these pieces. Let's go out and find the pieces that fit around that to best accentuate what we have and contractually kind of play the jigsaw puzzle game. This is kind of the stretch where Miami has been at a number of times over the course of this 15 year plus stretch where they've made some commitments, but it hasn't been able to sustain long enough to really get into multiple runs with the same nucleus of a team. This team's as good as any that has had a chance to do that. This team is better than any of the past 15, 20 years as far as having a chance to retain nucle nucleus pieces and work for another winning window within the same nucleus of players. And Tua Tagovailoa and his health, you know, the, 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 being able to sell this for the team is going to give them the clarity to know what kind of contract they should be discussing with him and what that means for everybody else on the roster. So I think that is the biggest development of the first nine games. Now, of course, you still have another eight games to play. And we'll see what those games uh, bring. Hopefully more of the same successes that we've had this season uh, for Tua Tonga Below. We are going to continue here uh, with our superlatives here on Locked on Dolphins. So stick with us from the first half of the 2023 season. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America, and they're the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports because it's you against 
than numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more or less on two to six player stat projections, and you can watch your winnings roll in. If you are able to successfully pick six player stat projections with more or less than what prize pick sets them at, you can win up to 25 times your money this season with prize picks. You can test your skills uh, in a slew of stats on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. Uh, it expands beyond football. They have just about every major sport that you could possibly think of. So they have a vast selection of stat projections for you to pick from as well. You can make picks in just a few taps on your phone. And they also have Apple Pay to make sure that you stay in the game with easy and quick deposits into your account this football season. Go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL and use code LockedOnNFL for first deposit match of up to $100. That is prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL and use code LockedOnNFL for first deposit match of up to $100. Now, we have the luxury here of on Locked On Dolphins of spending a lot of time together, and I have an outstanding platform, and, and we get fired up for the wins. We get equally fired up for the losses. Uh, who starts, who sits. I'm thankful and and proud of this connection that I have with all of you. And today I want to make our chat a little bit more personal uh, because you deserve the peace of mind of knowing that you and your family in the midst of the unexpected have exactly what they need. There is no reason why supply chain issues or emergencies could prevent you or your loved ones from having the medication that they need to help save their life in the unexpected. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace case is to fill out a simple online form and in some cases jump on a call with one of their board-certified physicians. You can go online right now at jacemedical.com and receive your 12-month supply on your daily medications. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount. If you or someone that you love would get some peace of mind by having a year supply of any daily medication, Go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use the promo code locked on for $20 off of your purchase. We are continuing onward here with our superlatives from the first half of the 2023 season. I got my notebook down here. And defensive MVP was hard. It was a it was a hard selection to make because the Dolphins have had some really good contributions from a number of players. Now you didn't necessarily get the kind of volume from Jalen Ramsey uh, to get him in position to win that award. But I do think he is, is going to completely change the DNA of the defense. Uh, you have the leading tackler is David long. Uh, he surpassed Javon Holland, courtesy of Javon Holland missing a game. Uh, and ironically enough, David long is the team's leading tackler in spite of hardly playing in the season opener. He did not initially win the uh, other nickel linebacker job. And of course, that's where the Dolphins live. So much of their personnel defensively is in nickel. The challenge that I had uh, with identifying who the MVP should be is you don't have a lot of splash plays in turnovers, right? And those are the game swinging plays that you're looking for. Jalen Ramsey has a pick. Xavier Howard has a pick. Emmanuel Logba has a pick. And Jerome Baker has a pick that was returned for a touchdown against the Eagles. So I shifted to rushing the passer and tried to determine, you know, who's the most meaningful player here. If I asked you who leads the team in quarterback hits through the first half of the season, who would you say? 
Would you say Christian Wilkins? Because he does. He leads the team with 11 or 12 quarterback hits, according to Pro Football Reference. Zach Seeder with 11, and they each have four and a half and four sacks, respectively. But neither one of them is my choice for this award. It's Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb came into this season and was a much maligned player for a lot of Dolphins fans because the Dolphins traded a first round pick for him. And then they didn't have a first round pick because their second first round pick was stripped by the league because of the uh, tampering violations. And it just kind of felt like Bradley Chubb arrived and got a contract for 20 plus million dollars per season at the cost of a first round pick plus and Dolphins fans. So well, we wanted the first round pick. We're worried about adding this contract into the mix with all these players that we have. And you played hurt and you didn't perform to the best of your ability. Uh, we think this was a mistake. Well, Bradley Chubb has come out and he leads the team in forced fumbles this season with four. He leads the team in sacks this season with six. He is tied for the lead on this team in tackles for loss with seven. He is third, tied for third and first among the edge players in quarterback hits this season with 10. He started all nine games. He has played outstanding volume. He has been on the field a ton for the Dolphins. He is taking 82% of the snaps defensively for Miami. That number was 59% last year. He hasn't played 82% of snaps in a season since he played in four games in 2019. He is out there burning the candle on both ends, flying around like a madman, and the production is there. He's healthy. You see it. And he's been a huge impact in, in, in the past month in Miami. Yeah, they, they haven't necessarily won the tough games against Philadelphia and Kansas City that you'd like them to. But Bradley Chubb showed up in both those games and was very disruptive in both of those games, in addition to Miami's wins as well. So I have Bradley Chubb down. Um his elevated performance also helped the Dolphins, along with Andrew Vigickel, take the uh, three-game absence of Jalen Phillips in stride. Which brings me to um, my next storyline uh, story or, or superlative, which is um, biggest reason for optimism. And the biggest reason that for optimism that I have is that coming into this season, the Dolphins had seven players that I identified as cornerstone talents for this team. Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, Tron Armstead, Jalen Phillips, Christian Wilkins, Jalen Ramsey, and Javon Holland. You know, and Tua Tungvaloa was listed as a quality starter. If we were reclassifying that right now, he's, he's probably going down as a cornerstone player. Miami is 6-3 and three at the bye. In first place, sole possession of first place, and going into a very promising five-game stretch of games where the Dolphins can take command in the AFC East, they can seize the opportunity to lock in a playoff berth and go on a run and get healthy at the right time of year and get hot. And they're in that position despite missing 30% of potential games played from their seven cornerstone players at the beginning of the season. Think about that. And that doesn't include quality starters like Connor Williams, who's a quality starter and, and missed a month's worth of games. That doesn't include uh, Xavier Howard missing a game. It doesn't uh, include uh, adequate starters either, which the Dolphins ha have churned and dealt with some injuries. And, you know, Robert Hunt uh, was a quality starter, just missed a game. 
Well, that, that number is even bigger when you expand it to quality starters, but just the cornerstone, the elite of the elites. And when we talked about the construction of this team and the purpose behind it and why they approached it the way that they did, it was to have as many needle-moving players as you can possibly fit to make sure that as the attrition and the injuries that come with the game of football throughout the course of a marathon of a season and you have to live without a player for a month here, you have to live without a player for two month, two weeks here, you have enough needle movers to help you win football games regardless. Miami 6-3. and three. Toronto Armstead missed six starts on the offensive line out of nine games. Jalen Waddle missed a start. Jalen Phillips missed three starts. Jalen Ramsey missed seven starts. Javon Holland missed a start. Tyree Kill and Christian Wilkins, the only cornerstone players that have not missed a game this season. You had five out of your seven that have missed at least one game. And three out of your seven, almost half, have missed at least three games. And here you are at six and three. So if you want the reason for optimism beyond the schedule, that's what I look to. I look to the fact that this team has endured the kinds of attrition that can eat teams alive. Look at the San Francisco 49ers. They were a buzzsaw. They took on a couple of injuries to Debo Samuel and Trent Williams and their quarterback in Brock Purdy, and they lost three games in a row, including a very ugly loss to the Cleveland Browns and a, loss to, a very ugly loss to the Minnesota Vikings. So there's teams that are battling this that don't take it in stride the way that Miami has been able to take some of this early adversity in stride. And that is why I have the enthusiasm because Tron Armstead is back. Jalen Waddle is going to get a, a week at the bye here to try to get healthy like Mike McDaniel outlined. Jalen Phillips is back without restriction. Jalen Ramsey is back. Javon Holland came out of concussion protocol and played against the Chiefs. And the defense looked really darn good. That is my biggest reason for optimism. And we have a number of additional superlatives here on Locked On Dolphins that we're going to bring to you from the first half of the season. Stick with us. Today's episode of Locked On Dolphins is brought to you by BetterHelp. This time of year can be a lot for some people, and it's natural to feel some level of sadness or anxiety about the holidays, whether you're missing loved ones or whether you are uh, struggling with the stresses of this time of year. But adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all of the stress and change, something to look forward to, something to help you feel grounded, and to give you the tools to manage everything that is going on. If you are thinking of starting therapy, please give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely done online. It is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOn. So we've done MVP. We've, we've done defensive MVP. We've done biggest development. Um. How about my favorite moment or the biggest moment? And this for me is third and 10 against the Chargers in week one. And the fact that it happened in week one changes nothing of the magnitude for me because it was all, it was all of the things, all of the things that the critics of this football team say can't happen. 
it was Tua Tungvaloa outside of structure throwing down the field in the vertical passing game in a critical moment to hit a big play to Tyreek Hill on a drive that ended in a game-winning touchdown. That's the stuff. And it was seeing it against that defense with those storylines all offseason long and the Brandon Staley plan, all of it coming together to put the exclamation point on the day that Tua had against the Chargers and the day that the Dolphins' offense had against the Chargers. That, to me, is my pick for the moment of the first half of the season. Now, you are going to have a chance for more moments. If the Dolphins had gone down and they'd have tied the game against the Chiefs, that moment, especially if they'd have won the game, probably would have been up there. You're going to have high-leverage opportunities ahead of you. You're going to have an opportunity to win a lot of football games ahead of you in the second half of the season. And what you do with them, and if there are any critical moments there in which all of the storylines can be sewed together in the same way, as that third and 10 play from, from Tua Tagovailoa to Tyreek Hill, uh, it may supplant that as the moment of the year for me. But as things currently stand, that is my pick. Uh, the biggest riser on this football team. I'll go with Andrew Van Ginkle. Uh, he has shined with his versatility, uh, which we heard alluded to in the offseason with him coming back and Vic Fangio, uh, the appeal there. But then also with Jalen Phillips out, you saw Andrew Giggle step in and provide you with uh, some stabilizing factors uh, in the pass rush on the outside and the edge. And I think he is somebody who, when you watch the tape, uh, even going back to the Chiefs game, you, you see the light bulb started to come on as far as these edge defenders and how they steal gaps in the run game and how they are overlapping with their linebackers and their defensive linemen and understanding the fits. And that extends to guys like Andrew Van Ginkle. That's not just Bradley Chubb and Jalen Phillips. Uh, Van Ginkle is playing like somebody who's going to get a starting contract somewhere. It probably won't be the, with the Dolphins if he keeps up the pace that he's on. But as a player who signed a one-year deal and had a down year last year, Van Ginkle's my biggest riser on this football team. And then I'll go to X-Factor as my last one here, my biggest X-Factor for this team. And it's uh, it's Jalen Waddell uh, because we saw one game from Jalen Waddell against New England uh, where he played like Jalen Waddle, the, the player that we have come to expect so much. And Waddle's currently on pace for about a thousand yards. It's 65 yards per game. I'm not a math guy, but I got my calculator here so I can pull that out and figure that out. 65 times 17. 16, because he only played in 16 games. Yeah, 1,040 yards, uh, which would be his third consecutive 40 yard season or 1,000 yard season. The touchdowns are down a little bit. The yards per touch are, are down about five yards, which I, I think is to be expected with how good he was last year, led the league in yards per reception at 18.1 yards. Uh, but as teams look to really create chaos around Tyreek Hill with his impact and influence on this football team, running the ball is going to be essential and if you get later in the season. But the X factor for this offense living up to the standard and pace that it's set in the first half of the year is really, in my mind, going to be tied back to what you get from Jalen Waddle. 
Can you get Jalen Waddle looking like Jalen Waddle again? Because if you can, then all of a sudden some of those narratives that people want to dump two of four for getting with Tyreek Hill, he can actually get that from Jalen Waddle, like the touchdown reception he had against the Packers last year on the long catch and run. You get that element back in this offense with, with shallow routes and crossing routes underneath from Waddle and the explosive play rate and, and the um, ability to really constrict teams with consistency compounds that much more provided you are able to stay healthy on the offensive line and run the football. So I think Jalen Waddle uh, for as good as he is uh, and has, uh, we, we probably have been spoiled through the first two seasons with Jalen Waddle. I'm very excited to see what the back half looks like for him. Uh, hoping that he can come into the second half of the season as healthy as possible and, and put his best foot forward and, and help this Dolphins team keep opposing defenses off balance uh, all throughout it. That is going to do it for us on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. It's your team every day. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. I'm Kyle Krabs. I'm out of here. you find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Peace.